Who's your daddy? Boom! We're off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder. Here with my host, collecting splat points at a gym near you, it's Zach Elias. What's up, buddy? Happy 5th of July, everyone. That's a thing. 4th. I have that written on my list of things to tell you today. What, happy 5th of July? Yeah. Don't ever say that to anybody. And our mentees are syncing up because I've never said that before ever my whole life. Booze Your Daddy Podcast. Tuesdays, we do it live. Saturdays, we post it later. People tell a friend. Share our videos. Ron Katz, our number one fan, shares stuff all the time. So we always appreciate that. We're going to keep doing these episodes until, I don't know, I fire Zach or something happens. Sure. I'll pick up Dan Cohen and we'll crush it. Oh, my God. Mooch your mommy. Just steal the whole thing. We got a fun one planned for today's episode. Zach, before we get into that, why don't you tell everybody what you are drinking? Because I didn't go to the supermarket. I'm cleaning out the back of my fridge. So we're going with a deep catalog here. Might have come with the apartment. God knows when it's from, but... Ithaca Beer Company Apricot Wheat. Wheat wet ale with natural wheat. apricot flavor. Wheat. Oh, wheat. So I'm going to have one of these bad Larrys. What about you? Thanks for asking, Zacharias. I have for leftover from yesterday. I've never had one of these. I, you know I try to do a new one every episode. I do. Blue Point Brewing Company Summer Ale. 4.5% alcohol. Established. I, like the the thing. I think that's a dude with a fro. No, that's a, that's a lady. He's very hippie, I think. Very hipster. No, no, no. Like hippie. Like has hips. Oh. Like the literal meaning of the word. That is not what hippie means. Not with an I-E, but with a Y. I think. You're supposed to say childbearing hips if that's what you're going for, not hippie. I don't care how many kids they pump out. They got hips. Release the Kraken. It's all about hips and nips. Kyle. If you say so. <laughs> Zach, we're calling this episode 136 a new rating system because you and I have talked about many different systems that we, you know, we've obviously we love the Mohs scale. Can't beat the Mohs scale. That's that's coming to my daily vernacular a lot. <laughs> no one knows what it is. That makes it even better. If they were listeners, they would know. You know how I feel about when a celebrity dies. I call that the dead people scale of, well, how much money would they have lent me? Which I also... Hank Goldberg would have lent you it all. Rest I, in pieces. Great Orioles hat. As far as friends go, I like to also use that sometimes too, where I'll say, eh, he's a $10 friend, which means how much money are you willing to give the person and you never see it back? Him? One of those, like, certain friends are like, you know what? I'm paying for the check. It is what it is. We've talked about that, but this past weekend, I... You're a very complicated friend, though, so I'm not picking up the check, but I'd probably bail you out and maybe not even ask for it back. You? Complicated? Go on. I, how much time do you have, and where's the couch? I'm sitting there the other day, hanging out with some friends, and I'm trying to describe a friend in my life, and somebody says, oh, are you close with so-and-so? And the first thing that came out of my mind to explain my relationship was, well... I wouldn't want to be in a car ride, just the two of us, but if they were the third one in the car, I wouldn't mind. That's dynamite. I love yeah, and you know exactly what I'm saying right now, right? Well, one time when a, when a buddy of mine was getting married, he sort of asked me and his brother-in-law, so what's it really like being married? And his brother looks up and goes, being married is a four-hour car ride that never ends. I've heard that before. That's sometimes not it's Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes you fight. Sometimes it's quiet. Sometimes it's all he's went through. Like a, it's brilliant, though. Shrimp soup, shrimp salad, shrimp gum. And the guys looked at him and goes, fuck. Like it, just, it was like an anvil being dropped on this poor kid. He was like super excited to get married. And I didn't elaborate, but essentially for me, it then got to thinking to myself, well, how many people need to be in a car for me to enjoy the ride? And or how long do you want to be in a car with somebody? I think that describes... I could give every one of my friends a ranking. I enjoy solo car rides, long ones. No problem. It's better with people than doing it solo, Zach. Uh, not if you know how to do it. <laughs> Western grip. So that came up yesterday, and 
it got a big pop amongst my friends that I said it, and it actually made a lot of sense. Like now, it. here's one that I'm working on because I had future family. You really taking it all in as a doctor. I had future family in town this past weekend, and we sat down after January, their family. TV shows have ratings. G, PG, NC-17, XR, it doesn't quite do things justice because sometimes you're sitting there watching something and look, Rated R, Who I've been watching Rated R stuff forever. There's never been so many things that you just stop and you go, you know, I don't mind killing, I don't mind shooting, but we're watching stand-up comedy with my roommate's parents and it was very, very risque, raunchy, and then it just got XXX rated. They started with so many dick jokes and I tell you, the room got real quiet. All of a sudden, everybody's like, come here, dog. Let's play fetch. Netflix needs some type of rating system. The like rating system. appropriate? Like, NS, like not suitable for work? Not suitable for in-laws? Like, I want Netflix to have a rating system that's who can I watch this with? And it's okay. So like, because you can't watch porn with all dudes because it's weird. Right. It should say how many of what age and gender should you watch this show or comedy well, special like, with? Watch with five 17-year-old girls. Totally fine. It, it, Nothing's fine watching with that's, that's That's just awful. It's a felony right there. All of it. The Craft? I could watch that with five 17-year-old girls. I could watch that with you. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with that reference. I love The Craft. I might have seen it in the theater. Craft is great. It is it's great. Vi- that's Vicky Valancourt before she got insane. She always was insane. She's sort of like gross but smoking hot at the same time. Love her. Having the future in-laws in town, it was a lot of bad dad jokes, but... Like always, future father had a great one. I don't know if this will translate, but basically, we're talking about going for sushi. And there's a place in our neighborhood that we've tried to go at least twice. First time, no reservation, no tiki, no washi. Second time, we're not doing takeout. So we have reservations now. We're going to this place that's supposed to be so good. And third time's a charm. I said before we left, if they don't let us in this time, I'm throwing a rock through the window. Like just out of pure. And he goes, oh, just going full kamikaze on that sushi place, huh? Not bad. Oh, I, I, I made so, me laugh. I mean, it, it's a little Asian on Asian violence. <laughs> he's not Asian. He's a white guy. Julia's father's white? Yes. I thought he was Cambodian. No. I need a family album. I got to know who's who in the, like a playbill. I want to know who's who in the cast before the wedding. That's, it's called a program. Get your papers here. We're going to have that. I bought one of those at the horse show. <laughs> There'll be a free one. They give me the odds. They give me their bloodline. I want all of it. Oh my God. What stable all- they're from. It's all Targaryen. Should be so lucky. The other funny thing that happens is her mom likes watching these Thai, Vietnamese shows, and they have commercials. Zach, the commercials in Thailand are all for like lactate-free milk. Killed me because <laughs> Asians don't lactose. <laughs> Asians don't do lactose, and it's no, just constantly don't. advertising for lactose milk. I was like, well, they got the right target audience. They got the, the demo, yeah. So it was just like lactose-free milk and casinos. <laughs> Or they don't have DraftKings in Thailand, but kind of. No, they've got the bow, bow, kung po. I've seen Kickboxer. I know how it goes. Zach, happy 5th of July to you, buddy. Happy 5th. Tell me about your weekend. My weekend was great. I went to Massachusetts. We played golf. The weather was nice. Zoe was into golf. She played pretty well, actually. She hits the ball decently. Other than that, it was a, a waspy Jewish weekend. We played golf with a bunch of snobs. But yeah, it was good. Uh, how about you? What'd you do? <laughs> how about you? How about you? I did lots of stuff. I walk in today to... One of my patients, I said, happy 4th of July. And she goes, and 5th, and 6th, and 7th. And she rolls her eyes hard. And I went, whoa, not feeling so patriotic. And she goes, when you have a dog, the 4th of July is one of the worst nights of your life. And I, yeah, and, yeah our, we had a dog this past weekend. It was not great. 
Those dogs get terrified. Yeah, when do your fireworks end? Eh, not bad. I just heard a dog in the background. I don't know. Some Somebody's dog. Mine go till 4.30 in the morning. It's on my list of things that gives me the red ass. <laughs> 4.30. I'm on like fumes right now. I might pass out or kill someone right now. I this was last night, last night? Last night, last night. Oh, usually Saturday night weekend is usually the big one. No, they go. They're, they're very on point. It could be on a Wednesday. They do it with the letter of the law. Hear me out. Fireworks. Is there anything in this world that you can think of that starts off great, horrible for 15 minutes, and the end is the best part? I mean, yeah, but, you know, that's the weekend routine. Am I wrong, though? It's like, it's great, horrible, amazing. It goes up, it goes pop, and then it's over. What are we talking about? Fireworks start, yeah. (laughs) Like... Honestly, I don't really get them. Yeah, they're fun for 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Even the Macy's show, the big one, 25 minutes. They know that the target artists. I don't get how these guys in my neighborhood across the, the Broadway, they go from 8.30 to 4.30 in the morning. How is it still entertaining at that point? Boop, boop. That's it. The whole thing. Pop, 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 pop. How is this entertaining for more than 30 minutes? Hops. I, I mean, I give them credit for their you know commitment to the craft. They go for eight hours. That gives you the red, white, and blue ass? Not so much white. I got that beforehand. Just red and blue. I saw what you did there. And the cops don't even care anymore in my neighborhood. They're just like... About anything is what I've heard in New York City. No, they call about something. Something's here. My friend called 311 like four times, like, get off my lawn. You know, they're not doing it the first time. They're not going to respond to your fourth inquiry. I'm just praying for rain for the rest of the week. Like, they won't come out in the rain as much. You know, at least the professional ones are set to, like, William Tell Overture or, like, Cherry Pie or something. These ones aren't set to any music. It's the not- rest of the week? There's more fireworks? In my neighborhood? They go all all month. They were very patriotic people. After You'll hear at some point during this. When it gets dark, you hear, and then, it, like, last night I was living in Fallujah. It was absolute <laughs> chaos. I, I was in Kiev. It was nuts. And it's been a while since I've been on actual 4th of July because usually it's been the weekend the last couple of years. I've been in Massachusetts. But on the 4th, it's just a war zone. They, they light up the sky. Nobody cares. Inflation does not exist in fireworks clearly because they had thousands of them. They're so cheap. You drive down to South Carolina, you can get them by the ton. By the ton? What does a ton of fireworks cost? Tree fitty. Yeah, but gas to South Carolina will cripple somebody. <laughs> Maybe you Welcome ship to it Joe up. Biden's America. The thing that kind of is great about these live podcasts is we just – fuck it. We just do it live and things get said and sometimes things they're great. The worst part is there's things that come up afterwards. I'm like, oh my god. The reason I meant to tell you was this. I got to do a quick flashback the last week with the – remember I was talking about Dave Portnoy? Yes. The reason I brought it up was to tell you that he has something great. Now, he's a masshole. I'm not going to say he's not. He keeps bottles of champagne for people that he hates. And when things go very wrong for them, he pops the champagne to celebrate. <laughs> top notch. I, uh, the top reason notch. I brought him up last week before we got to the pizza was that is the best thing ever and something right up your I, alley. He's truly a blowhard, but he's also truly brilliant. Yeah. He, he's right. a savant in his weirdness. He's so vindictive. He believes truly also that the best revenge is revenge, not living well. He does. And being truthful about everything. Yeah. He just goes with it. He strikes me as someone that if he would be willing to have me as a friend, I would love. He probably would. It's great because he's a right-wing guy who interviewed Trump. But now that the right is coming after him, he's like, no, fuck you guys. I don't care about you. Like, I'm I'm all out for me. But the champagne champagne thing I meant to tell you. That's excellent. It's excellent. The other thing I wanted to bring up from last week's episode, I don't know if people know this, but – when I turn to you and go, Zach, why don't you tell me about this or about that? Or you have no idea. We've never talked about this. And it's, no, I'm more or less. T- no way, as I said, El Presidente. But you were good with that. And I just wanted you to elaborate. But 
I guess I realize I do this a lot where I'm like, Zach, why don't you tell people about this? Like we've rehearsed anything other than the five minutes before a podcast where I go, so how is your week getting like Did about you hear nothing. how I answered that? Why don't you, this is my least favorite way of conversing. <laughs> it's just, I don't know if people realize that we don't talk about this stuff and I'm just oh, egging you on. And it's, it. it's really Speaking funny. You me on the, oh, watch UFC. It's a bunch of bangers. Cowboy Chuccioni or whatever is fucking. <laughs> he got choked out. He stunk in the place out. You want to see blood? Great. I, I watched half of these things. I don't get it. It's like I don't get it. I, I don't get UFC. I, oh, I you're boxing, not. but like you don't give Jimmy Miller credit for snagging his neck and tapping him out, arm in guillotine in a minute and twenty seconds. No, the guy's like fifty years old. Who couldn't do that? You. How long do you last with Cowboy Cerrone? Uh, me? I don't know. A couple of rounds. <laughs> you're out of your mind. And then he says he wants to be an actor. He's going to Hollywood. He he's in a movie. Idol. He's he's in a, he's in two movies. He's what in movies? one. With, he's in the new one, Gina Carano. That's on the Indie Wire Network. Oh, and because then, she's doing so well. And then it's Meryl Streep. <laughs> Look at the Cowboy Chuccioni and Meryl Streep banging movie. He was in a movie, I think it was a Netflix movie, that had a ton of views where Marky Mark and him had a fight inside of a school library. It was like a, a Netflix movie that had 80 million watches or something. So Stand and Deliver Part 2? Maybe. God. Zach, I got more. Why don't you take the lead? What do you got, buddy? Well, I gave my fireworks rant. Um, what are your thoughts on competitive eating? I make this joke all the time. I just want people to know that Joey Chestnut is the Neville Longbottom to my Harry Potter. I want the world to know that this <sighs> guy... He might be a Snyder and I might be a chestnut because we were born the exact same day, the exact same year. Possibly switch at birth. I don't know. How many hot dogs do you think you could eat in 10 minutes? Gun to your head. Like really going for it. You know, my first instinct was bun, bun in. Bun in. The whole bit. You mustard, dunk it. Reg, regular mustard? No. That's actually a better question. Would you eat more if they had ketchup and mustard or do you think you're going for pure volume? I think you're for volume. 12? Bullshit. 12? Over one a minute, you hit a wall with that butt. I think I could do between 8 and 10 times. Wait, I get eight. the water. I get the dunk. Yeah? It's gross. It's still going down there. You could do 8. I think 8 solidly. 8 and 10 minutes. Yeah. When I I'm do, hungry, I can do, do like 6 through. and 4 minutes, and then I would fade. Oh, you! It's, it's the same thing like when you do a power hour. Oh, and you're doing a shot of beer. so hard. But like the first 20 minutes, you're thirsty. And then by minute 40, you're like, I just took that. Hold on. At that the, was not a minute. At the bar, I'm a great early drinker. I'll lap everyone the first three, but you'll catch me quick. And then anyone who's, it's a tortoise in the hair. I'm definitely you're doing my bit here, buddy. You're doing my bit. I've never I, heard this bit. I'm before. the first of three and I finish like a bitch. You'll be on eight before I'm on four. But I'm the first of three every time. I've never heard you do this. Eh, I listen to the podcast sometimes. I'd rather not. Uh, <laughs> I listen to all of them. As far as dependent eating, it's the stupidest thing in the world. People, they, they make fortunes. They're being paid to eat. Fortunes? You tell me that Joey Chestnut and the Kobayashi and that Asian girl from New York with the husband with the mohawk. Is you just named the top three people. Some of them have day jobs. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I met the guy who was ranked. I used to work with the guy who was ranked like 12. He makes nothing. But I saw him eat like seven bagels in a sitting. It was disgusting. I couldn't even. Mr. Eat um, the Rat, shout out for the great barbecue he put together yesterday, which I actually do want to talk about. But he used to work with a competitive eater. Oh, did you hear the pop, pop, pop? That's fireworks. I thought it was gunshots. You live it in the might heights. be. This guy, he says, to eat wings, what most of us don't realize is there's technique. So my buddy is always all about put the wing in and it's a twist and pull motion because the idea is to get it in as – you have to clean the, the wing off. I was going to say bone. And Tommy this, want wingy. The same thing where – did you watch the Red, White, and Chew, the ESPN 30 for 30 about Kobayashi? No. Okay. He shows you the technique that he uses. It's not just jamming it in. It is buns out, break in as – I mean there's a form to doing this. I mean, he eats like a duck. I don't duck. like it. I think it's the – Zoe drew a blue – has a blue duck actually. 
I think it's the stupidest thing in the world. I, I want to see just like a bunch of fat guys eating it. I don't want to see like competitive eaters. I want to see like a slew of fat guys just being fat guys. Put away 15 and be happy being fat. You're missing the point, dude. It's not about being fat. It's about having it's a stomach. Artistry. I missed. I missed it's a stomach that expands, not the belly yeah, adipose tissue. They made themselves into athletes, but it's gross. It's it's not a sport. Yet they think. Have you watched anything other than hot dogs? Because you know yeah. it's a whole it's a whole tour. Oh, I know. Ice cream is difficult to watch. Sour oh, cream. There's a sour cream. It, there's one? oysters. There's That's sour nice. cream. Uh, oysters is a meal. There's sour cream is spaghetti Gamora. in a bag. <laughs> They're not in Baltimore. Just a giant. A black glad bag full of spaghetti, and you just go. I wanted to tell you about the cookout we had yesterday. So, Mr. Eat the Rat, this is so good. It's almost like talking about eating rat, eating crow. Let's just say there's somebody in his life that he's not friends with anymore. They eat a crow, and that's always sunny. That he has taken the person's recipe for making steak. So, yesterday he took skirt steak, Dr. Pepper, Worcestershire, garlic, salt, pepper, marinated it, threw it on the grill. It was out of this world. It was so good. And I immediately turned to him, I'm like, Dude, where'd you learn how to do this? And he then had to give credit to his like, well, so-and-so used to do it. And it, his ex-wife? It related. But anyways, it's so good that it's like this form of openly eating crow and just kind of admitting that. He just told you to fuck off. Eat your steak. He made a salmon too. He was, he was an absolutely great host. But he had some criticism for me, which I do have to respond to. He's right. I told you a story at my one buddy's wedding who was the drunkest person ever passing out behind a porta potty before the cocktail hour is over. I forgot about somebody who does come on our lives. We'll call him the big white buck. You'll meet him at our bachelor party. Buck? He's a big guy who drinks. He went to a wedding where he got so shit-faced. He was sitting at the table while people were cutting vomit everywhere projectile. Black all. (laughs) It is a tuxedo (laughs) wedding. He vomits everywhere. He stands up on the way to the bathroom, covers the wall, gets to the bathroom, one sink, Fills the sink, gets into an Uber, window down, destroys the Uber. The best was two weeks like, later. Stand by me. Two weeks later, I'm at a wedding with him, and he's in timeout. And his wife is like, "Oh, he's not drinking anymore. He's the DD for tonight, and I'm having fun." And to this day, he's like, "Snyder, it was black everywhere. Like it was the worst ever." And the wedding who he was at was at the wedding two weeks later. They wouldn't look at him. <laughs> Can you projectile vomiting on people's dinners at a, a really nice wedding? That is the drunkest I've ever heard anybody at a wedding. That's pretty bad. Oh, he's um, great. Drunkest I've ever seen anyone was my buddy at his 21st birthday. He had essentially 21 shots and some beers and got back, shit his pants. Uh, we tried throwing him in the shower to like clean him up a little. Then he went back out and he was trying to pass out on the couch, popped out. Nobody wanted to deal with it. So his twin sister had to put it back in. <laughs> It was pretty bad. It was a lot of discussion of taking him to the hospital, but we let him sleep it off. Yeah, she put it back in. Here's another rating system. I don't know if I ever told you a story, but I used to play hockey with this one guy, real cool kid, and he had a twin sister who they were real close, but to the point that you just kind of go, there's no way that they ever, like they probably have never. And then one day I go, I bet you they change in a dressing room together, and that's weird. You know what I mean? Like I don't think they're ever doing anything, but they seem like the type of boy girl who's like, they've probably seen each other naked a million times. Yeah, that's gross. Into their 30s. It's gross. It's not okay. What else you got? Not much. Uh, Joey, Joey Chestnut fighting off a protester while that eating. Good. That was impressive. That was better than Cowboy Succioni. <laughs> or any of these other guys you know, to me to watch. There's the Brazilian somebody and... You know, you told me to do two bangers. It was a dance for 20 minutes. and then They, they were on their feet the whole time? Yeah. You're out of your mind. It wasn't good. I don't know. It wasn't for me. Fair enough. Yeah. Zach had a good the one best, The most exciting thing I saw all weekend was the Kyrgios-Sitsipas match where they're jawing at each other. Turned the tennis match into UFC. 
what has become of the sport of kings? That was great, that match. Just yapping the whole time. This may be an early canon for Pichudo of the Week, but I have a patient I'm working with right now who has Parkinson's, and we've been working together. He's not Wait, doing... You give a guy who has Parkinson's Pichudo of the Week? If it's, if it's not Mike Fox, you're an asshole. So I'm working with this guy, and he comes back to me, and he, he just goes, you know, I saw my doctor, and he wants me to start doing a little bit of boxing, and I turned to him, I was like, well, I can teach you. I've been boxing for a long time, and I take him downstairs to the basement, and I'm helping him, I'm teaching him, whatever. And I'm like, come on, Ali, you got this. Let's go. You can do this. And then finally we go to leave. And I was like, I didn't know you liked boxing so much. Who's your favorite fighter? And he says, well, I really like Muhammad Ali. I said, yeah, I, I thought maybe. He goes, well, we both have Parkinson's. I went, oh, I'm terrible. I was calling him Muhammad Ali the whole time. Yeah, not realizing. Nothing? I, I felt. I mean, it's not ideal. You, you could have called him like, you know, Roy Jones Jr. It's the same thing. How so? I don't know. Like it's a better, it's a boxer without Parkinson's. It, but like, it, yes, it's not ideal that you pick the one boxer with Parkinson's. It's still the greatest of all time. Fair enough. Another patient of mine. Great documentary that's out right now on Showtime. It's called The Kings, The Four Kings, something like that. It's all about Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberta Duran, Tommy Hearns, Marvin Hagler. It's very interesting. Three Kings, I- underrated movie. Go on. Three Kings, fantastic. 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 Yeah, go. I didn't know Sugar Ray Leonard was born and raised right next to the University of Maryland and actually committed to University of Maryland and eventually didn't go there because he went pro. But I'm sitting there telling one of my patients today about this. And he goes, oh, Roberto Duran? Oh, he's the guy that said, and I'm in an office with me and a guy. He does the look around and comes back with the, no he, tell, he goes, I don't like saying this. No, his other, he had one other thing where he talked about, I'm going to beat up that. My patient drops a hard end. And I went, and he goes, I usually don't like saying that. I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Like, I'll laugh it off, whatever. Said it about six more times in the next 10 minutes. Just like quoting himself at this point. I was like, oh, we're doing this. Okay. So no HIPAA violations on those things. You don't know who I'm talking about anywhere why, but I could not believe this guy. And it got to the point that I was just like, okay, one more time. I'm going to have to be like, all right, maybe we can just not talk about this anymore. Yeah, or just uh, so is that your preferred you know, nomenclature, your, your go-to word? It's a Tarantino movie. Different patient of mine. The other day I'm working at his house, and he has an old-school Baltimore Oriole. How does Oreo. one decide whether they go to you or like out-call or in-call, as they say? It's a long, boring story for another day. You don't care. Like, Truthfully, can they get outside or can they not? Ah, so it's, so it's not like prostitute rules, like if you don't want some creepy guy coming to your house or not. Home care is for people that it takes considerable and taxing difficulty to get to outpatient physical therapy. That's the answer. So those lazy pricks like me. No, nah, no, nah, you come to me this time. No. I uh, went to you last time. You come I, to me this time. Not lazy. It's can they do it? So this guy has an Orioles hat. And I see it in his apartment. I go, oh, the Hank, Green, the Hank Goldberg one? That weird one that lights? Up <laughs> not not that? that great one. This guy has an old school Orioles hat. And I'm looking at this thing. And I'm going, why do you have an Orioles hat? He goes, I found it at a Goodwill. And he's an 80-year-old Yankee fan. Where and I it said, deserves to be. <laughs> I said, oh, cool. The thing's got all types of wear and tear and stains on it. And we started talking naturally. Today, as I walk in, he asked me if I can go down to the mailroom and check and see if he got a package. I said, there are no packages I saw when I came in. He goes, I'm expecting a new Yankees hat to come in because I really want a new Yankees hat. He goes, and I would like for you to have my Orioles hat. And I couldn't laugh hard enough. I was like, I don't want your fucking used, dirty Goodwill hat. Like, no way. No, that's nice. By the way, for all you know, that's, that's Cal Ripken's hat. You don't know these crazy stories, these like Picassos that show up in in Goodwill. Do you know how much of a germaphobe I am? I'm not taking this guy's hat. If it's Cal Ripkins, you are. Peace should do of the week. I got a couple of candidates for you. Let's fly through these. Speaking of flying, concert went viral last week. It was McCartney. He then brought on Dave Roll from Foo Fighters and then brought on Bruce Springsteen. I was watching some. It was really, really cool. People in Britain, England, whatever you want to call them, flying flags. 
the person 10 feet behind them has to want to murder them, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I Assholes. Hate sign. I hate anything that obstructs the view. It's like a Lincoln hat. Like, well, at that certain point, well, you're just a maniac. There were so many of them that even when they were doing the scan with the camera, I couldn't see the stage. I wanted to kill those people. That's not okay. If you want to bring a flag, for whatever reason, you have to have row one and, like, tape it to the thing. That's fine. Like, the K corner. Heard a great story about a beer in Singapore that apparently is made from recycled sewage water. Oh! Obviously, they that's do it. some type of treatment no, for this. No, no, I, that's the winner. That's the winner. I heard this. I was like, wait, what? It's like, like that, Costa and Waterworld. It's, it's, in, it's insane, right? Yeah, it's gross. That's it's almost as bad as bagged spaghetti. My next favorite story that I heard was there was a Chilean. Wait, where did you hear that story? What, what news outlet are, are you reading that, that this comes up? How deep into the bottom of a scroll of a website are you going for that? Website? I don't read. And to you? No, I listen to news all the time. I drive around all day listening to news. What Fakakta news channel is, is, is the Singapore beer sewage water on? Do you not get the QAnon live podcast on your feed? I suppose not. I think it was on the CNN, the one I listened to during the day. CNN? They're really strapping for news. They, no, they always do like serious, serious, serious. Here's a crazy story. Always. Yeah, man but I also listen to some – I listen to both sides because I like hearing everything about everything. Next one made it across my wavelength, two different sources. Alex a, Jones. A Chilean worker quit his job instantaneously when his $450-pound dollar, however he gets paid, check was – 150,000 pound check. He got paid something like 400x what he's actually supposed to get and just quit, took the money and ran. Good move. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. It still Good was a move. great story. Because if you show up the next day, they'll probably garnish it back. But if you're out, fuck are they going to do? Zach, this next story is it's great. Worth than real money, like, like a slice of pizza? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So who's but the piece you do there? Society? The Chilean worker for not being honest. It's just a great story. <laughs> This is going to fall under your people don't follow through with what they're supposed to do, except it's old people that didn't do it. Hmm. Rogan, back in the day, everybody threw up their hands because of what he said and because his stance on COVID and all the different stuff, to the point that a bunch of musicians said, if he's on Spotify, we're leaving. We're packing our bags, going home. Meanwhile, he gets 13 million listens per episode. We don't give a shit about Joni Mitchell or any of the other ones. No. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, back on Spotify. Apparently, their holdout is over. So he won? <laughs> no, he didn't change anything. They yeah. said, we're leaving this platform, and now they're back on because it. Because they have no money to go anywhere else. It's the only way they make money these days. They held their morals for all of three months. Like, if that, yeah. Oh, that's bad. If, if, if not for the, the sewer water, that might win. Because I saw Neil Young play at the Horde Festival. He mailed it in. The last one that makes me laugh, How the Mighty Have Fallen. Ricky Martin, who has since come out, God bless, has a open restraining order on him for apparently going after his ex-boyfriend. For what? He's stalking him. They broke up, and now he can't let it go. He's not living La Vida Loca anymore. Eh, what was a motherfucker? British flag, Singapore beer, no, Ricky Martin. Beer? What is this beer? I, I, I need a lot more detail. I don't need any more detail on any of the other candidates. I need, like, files. Like, like inventing Anna truck of files about this thing. I'll get you the link. It really is all over everywhere. It's so gross. I, I almost want to try it, but I can't drink Singapore piss. Zach, trivia this week, you brought up Wimbledon, which, let's just be honest, the best parts of Tennessee's days is nothing that happens as the game's going on, right? No, it's the fighting with the players or watching them argue with the... Actually, the best part is the cartoon with the ball Ooh, in. Ooh, I, they get it right, right in two seconds. They just make it up. I agree with you. I wanted because Wimbledon's going on and... They, and they can't tell a touchdown for half an hour, but a ball this big on a line that big, two seconds. Guesstimating. 
Today's trivia is going to be tennis. I got some queer, some weird questions. Whoa! Billie Jean King. Question number one. Oh, I thought it was queer. What was the age of the youngest person to ever play at Wimbledon? A, 11. B, 13. C, 15. D, 17. 15. Correct answer was 13. Who? The bar mitzvah gift? Eh, maybe. Question right. number two. When? What is a let? A let is when a serve hits the net and falls over the net. Let First service is when it goes into the box, out of the box, second service. I was going to say it's a do-over, but yeah, sure. Do-over. It's kind of what it is, right? I suppose. The city suckers, your life is a do-over. <laughs> Great line. Question number three. If a standard tennis match lasts two and a half hours, 150 minutes. How many minutes is the ball actually being used in play, like being hit back and forth? Out of 150 minutes? How so many not minutes? Counting, like when they're just talking or yelling at the lines people or how I'm asking I, I got it. I got it. in play. How I many minutes say- is the ball actually being moved back and forth? A20, B40, C60, D80. 20. Correct answer is 20 minutes. There's actual that, that's insane. Well, nonsense. Meanwhile, all, all the yelling Pickleball is great. New Ron, big pickleball guy. Sure he is. By the way, a friend of my grandfather's, because old people have commitment to this, did that with football once. It was like eight minutes of gameplay. We've all heard that for her. Yeah, nonsense. Question number four. Plus or minus 15, how many decibels was the loudest grunt Maria Sharapova ever let out on the court? Grunt. Ah! But what does the grunt do? Like it's still before I was. I'm gonna say that it was 111 decibels. Intimidation. Yeah. <laughs> 101 decibels. Which oh, it, which I got is it right. louder than an aircraft. Yeah, that's insanity. You know she is. Last question, Zach. What color I'm is it? I'm an audiologist. I know my decibels. What color is a tennis ball? Well, which tennis ball? The old Wimbledon ones are white. Now they're like your fairy lime green. Correct answer is actually yellow. I say green. This is a debated thing back and forth. But if you ever want to like drop a bottom and walk away? Ask people this question. You're going to get 50 50 split. I say I green. I don't think my friends die on that hill like yours do. <laughs> green, yellow, okay. Booze your dad of the podcast. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode. We had fun. We're going to keep doing this. Tell a friend, share the episode, do what you have to do. Zach. Zoe's going to go Google it and leave a like. Carol Burnett has signed on to be on the last season of Better Call Saul. Respect or you don't give a shit about her? How old is she these days? Great. Good for her. She's 5, still doing it. Yeah, pa- I like patriarch, it. Though, or matriarch. Yeah, I like it. You're in? I'm, I'm, I'm in. I still need to see this season. I'm, I'm behind on so much stuff. Uh, I've heard it's pretty good. Although Gus Spring is making an offer on an apartment for us. He's we we heard last week. Coming in low. Uh, no, this week he's actually making the... Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, he's got plenty of money. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We out. All right. Bye-bye.